Welcome to the Fromer's audio walking tour of Chinatown and the Lower East Side. I'm Pauline Fromer, creator of the Pauline Fromer's Travel Guides. A few things before we get started. I recommend that you download the free map found on the page where you purchased this tour. This will help you follow along as we walk. I'll be giving you directions for how to get from stop to stop. You'll know when a new stop begins when you hear this sound. This tour begins at City Hall and will take about two to three hours. But be sure to build in extra time if you want to grab some dim sum in Chinatown, do some shopping on Orchard Street, or have a big corned beef sandwich at Katz's Delicatessen. The best time to go is around lunch, so that you can enjoy the food in the neighborhood. Be sure to wear comfortable walking shoes and bring along a camera. This is a colorful, bustling neighborhood with lots of interesting and memorable sights. So here's a little background information before the tour begins. Chinatown and the Lower East Side are two of the city's most unique and vibrant neighborhoods. Both represent the American beginnings for thousands of immigrants. This is where a succession of Irish, Italian, Jewish, Hispanic, and finally Chinese first settled in America. Today, Chinatown, with an estimated population of some three hundred thousand, has spread its tentacles deep into the nearby Lower East Side. In fact, it's hard to tell where one neighborhood ends and the other begins. So it makes perfect sense to take a walking tour that encompasses both. Chinatown and the Lower East Side share a lively hard scrabble history. At the time the Declaration of Independence was signed, the area that now holds Foley Square was the site of a large pond. Later, it housed a notorious slum known as Five Points, where the poorest of the poor lived. When the worst of Five Points' rundown tenements were demolished in the late 1880s, its former tenants simply packed up and moved to the Lower East Side. The neighborhoods tell the story of the mass migration of the late 19th and early 20th centuries. More than 23 million Europeans immigrated to America between 1880 and 1919, seeking escape from famine, poverty, and religious persecution. About 1.5 million Jews, many of them fleeing Russian pogroms, wound up in ramshackle tenements here. Chinatown didn't really begin to develop until the late 1870s. Thousands of Chinese sailed to Western U.S. shores, hoping to amass fortunes and return to China rich men. But anti-Chinese violence in the West forced Chinese to move eastward and begin creating Chinatown enclaves for protection. From 1880 to 1890, the Chinese population on Mott, Pell, and Doyer Streets increased tenfold to 12,000. By the 1890s, Chinatown had become a large and isolated ghetto, and it remained so for many years. Since World War II, however, the neighborhood has been building bridges to the American mainstream. A large influx of foreign capital from Taiwan and Hong Kong has helped make Chinatown one of New York's strongest local economies, and many Chinese Americans have joined the middle class. But unlike other former immigrant neighborhoods such as Little Italy or the Lower East Side, Chinatown still receives a steady stream of arrivals from all parts of Asia, adding new energy and color to the neighborhood. Other than its tenement buildings, the Lower East Side retains only a few reminders of the Eastern European Jewish population that lived here in the last century. The ethnic mix of the Lower East Side has changed. Today, this area not only houses a burgeoning Chinese population; it's also become a hipster hangout. 
the working-class immigrants and descendants of immigrants now share the narrow streets with the youthful crowd prowling the neighborhood's raw and energetic restaurants, bars, and live music clubs. It's a lively soup, but that's been the nature of the neighborhood for some 300 years. 